Welcome back to the Strength and Speed Podcast. I'm your host, Strength and Speed owner and Conquer the Gauntlet Pro, Evan Preparis. I got two guests with me on the line. Back in action, I have Brenna Redbeast Calvert. Brenna, welcome. Welcome. I'm, I'm grinning from ear to ear. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I don't even know the last time we've had you on the podcast. It's been, it's been a long time, but welcome back. Yeah, we'll, we'll just say blame 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we have Conquer the Gauntlet Pro, Ashley Samples. Ashley, welcome back. Hey, thanks. It's been probably just as long, if not longer, for me. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got a lot to talk about this episode, so we're going to dive right into it. Uh, we're going to be talking about Inside Tracker, which this episode is brought to you by. So we're not going to do the introduction about Inside Tracker like we normally do. We're just going to jump into that later on in the episode. There, we're going to talk about the first race that, or one of the first races that Brenna and Ashley did for 2021, OCR Overload. Overload. I keep wanting to say Overlord. <laughs> and they're they're part of like uh, I think a loose affiliation with several other races. Uh, one of them, uh, Hildervit Jack's Beach coming up in May. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then on top of that. We, uh, Brenna has been doing 75 hard, kind of like a ch- personal challenge to kind of get yourself back into a fitness focused lifestyle. And, uh, we're also going to mention a little bit about battle of the lions and my upcoming challenge, OCR mill 21,000 feet and some other big news. If you're following my social media that I just posted the other day. So, I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So let's let's start off with uh, the race you guys did. So OCR overload. Um, Ashley, take, tell us a little bit about the race, and then uh, Brenna, feel free to jump in. Well, yes. Ashley, can I wait, before you start about the race, just to clarify real fast because I feel like they're getting it a lot because I was so confused. Um, they're their own race series. OCR overload is their own thing. They're just friends with and another their other Florida affiliates and they both have nonprofit um affiliation money goes to the same like a gym and foundation there in florida and they like shared brought obstacles to each other's race so that's how they're like not combined and not gotcha. doing things together officially they're just they want to do cool things for the sport and they're like they play nice together if that makes sense yeah Anyways, no, take it away ashley same, <laughs> same thing goes on in the midwest between uh frontline ocr highland highland ocr and then abominable snow race and there's there might be one other one mixed in there, yeah. which yeah. is cool. They all just cross promote, and it's you know good for the sport, good for us. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Why you know if you're only doing one event a year, why would you not team up with someone else uh, to share contact lists and to promote at each other's events, right? Like I mean, it just makes too much sense. I'm I'm actually surprised a lot of other brands haven't done that. Oh, yeah. Ohio, Ohio does it also with the uh, Ohio Grand Slam, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Mud, Mud Ninja, which I think is no longer operating. And uh, Indian else? Mud Run, Indian Mud Run, Black Swamp Dash, um, Black Diamond OCR, which also is no longer operating. Um, <laughs> well, Jason, Jason left that assignment. J- Jason left that job, so he was like kind of the driving force behind it. And uh, so I think they just kind of fell to the wayside since he left. So I haven't seen them post anything. Yeah, sidetracked already. Woo, look at that. All right, Ashley, <laughs> take it away. Yeah, so um, I guess for me, you could say it was a local race. It was here in Florida. Um, it was actually about a two and a half hour drive from where I live in central Florida. Um, 
and I decided to drive up the morning of, and everybody kept saying, oh, it's going to be terrible. It's going to rain all weekend. And so on the way there, the weather was beautiful. And I was like, oh, it's 63 degrees. It's going to be great. And the further north I drove, the colder it got and the colder it got. And by the time I was about a mile from the race site, it started just dumping buckets. It was pouring. It was like, I think, 45 degrees and just totally different from when I left home um, that morning. So uh, the weather definitely played a huge part on event day. Um, for many racers and I'm sure for the race um, director and you know everybody that he had as far as volunteers go and things like that so um, it, it was a sloppy day but it was a very fun event and I would definitely go to that race again and and I do plan to go to some of their other um, affiliated races so tell us how what was the distance number of obstacles and then like signature obstacles Okay, so the distance was, and Brenna, you're going to have to correct me here because my watch stopped at some point within the first mile of the race. So I don't know the official distance. I believe it was four point some miles. Yeah, um, well, it it was right at four, but it was kind of funny. We can go into it too, that um, the guys ran like almost a full mile or like three quarters of a mile less than us. <laughs> yeah. The, that's what I was going to say, because it's it's hard to know what the official course distance was. And I believe the girls were a lot closer than the guys were. Um, we did the harder stuff, that carry, you know, that first one. Oh, And we're better. We're clearly better at directions. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the guys took off first um, 15 minutes before the women for social distancing and and whatnot. Um, so, you know, like I said, the whole place, it was flooded. It was muddy. It was at a, uh, dirt bike track or, um, motorsports. I don't know what the correct term motorsport course. Um, so it was super muddy. So for the first little bit, you know, we were kind of running through the guy's footsteps and all of a sudden their footsteps disappeared and we sort of went off on what we thought was the correct, um, correct path and I think a lot of that was due to the amount of rain and mud some of the um tape got pushed under the mud and things like that so um, yeah you could tell they tried taping I mean there was tape on like both sides and up above but I think what they say there's like six inches of rain right you know like I'd say flash flood almost right before and during like the start of the race in the morning of <laughs> yeah it, it was sloppy um so, yeah, I'd say four miles and number of obstacles was a lot. I mean, I thought it felt very Conquer the Gauntlet-ish, like with how how the obstacles were spaced and they would have areas of just like back to back to back to back obstacles. Um, and their obstacles were great. Very, very well built, um, solid structure, creative, like. I think that's probably the best Florida race I've been to, um, at least in a very long time. Give us some of the examples of some of the obstacles. Um, they had a number of rigs. They had a low rig. Uh, they had the Force 5 ribbons. Wow. They had um, different just 
they had a bunch of different rigs. I can think of one, two, three, at least three rigs. Nice. And that doesn't include the low rig. So four rigs. There's the um, ring rig. Yeah, there are those ones over in the Highlander area that were like pipe um, trapeze and and pipe and rings. And there was another one um, shortly after that that had like a cargo net on the rig as well as some rings and ropes. Um, So there was a lot of, you know, upper body taxing obstacles. Twister. Oh yeah, the twister as well. Right after, right after Gibbon. <laughs> yes, immediately after. Followed by the low rig. <laughs> yeah, I feel so like those were. Didn't it remind you of how, like, the combination of um, like XTC Timber Challenge, like they set up, like a, a combo race where there was an area that was swamp battle obstacles, and then there was an area that was the Hildervat, so they kind of like showcased, had like their own little section, which was kind of cool. Yeah, they did. I thought that was really neat, because then you kind of, it it at least kind of gave you a preview of the other races, and maybe what to expect there as well. Um, So that was really fun. I loved one of my favorite obstacles, and it was like, it's nothing fancy, so to speak, but they had a, like, board bridge kind of like you know how at the carnival you see those bridges that is like a ladder that's tippy and you have to you know climb across it like that but you you know walk across it and they had like a just straight rope above your head you could use for support Um, but something about that it was just like in the middle of the woods it was like it, it took me back kind of to the beginning of obstacle course racing and just fun. something you don't see all the time. Yeah, it was really fun. That's that's what I love about some of these local brands is like there's no, you know, there's no rules, right? They can they can literally do whatever they want. They can put as many obstacles on the course as they want. And, um, you know, it's it's typically not standardized if they're only holding one or a couple events a year. So they can um, they can color outside the lines real, real nice. And, you know, a, a, a mainstream brand would have to like get approval and, you know, they have to like, they have these like big rollout of obstacles and blah, blah, blah. But it's just, you know, a smaller brand can just pivot on the spot and come up with something literally, you know, the week of and adjust things. So, yeah, it was great. Even the ending, it was very, I would say it was kind of Indian mud runnish at the end because you know how they have like their grand finale, you know, rock climbing wall rig contraption to the finish. Um, that was the same kind of feel that they had at um, OCR Overload. They had like a giant multi rig, you know, of um, monkey bars to rock climb walls and just like a, a long, long, you know, finish obstacle, which made it really fun. Cool. And now what's their next, you know, we used well, to have an affiliated series. Like what's the next affiliate race that's coming up? Well, that's what I was going to say. Can I chime in for a minute? Because I've actually, I got to meet, I was really excited. I met and kind of introduced myself to Aaron um, Frank, who is owner of OCR Overload. And um, that race, like Ashley said, awesome. And they are doing another event this year will be July 10th and 11th. So Saturday and Sunday, um, it'll be OCR Overload again. It's supposed to be, I think, longer, like closer to 10K double the amount of obstacles uh he mentioned so like ashley was talking about the gauntlet like the finish obstacle that had it was like monkey bars 
to like rock wall to rig to hanging walls. He said that's going to be like double the length, which is just exciting. Um, so like getting set up for, I don't know how excited Ashley and I both, I think, feel like that was a great event that they have one in July. So hopefully Florida weather will be a bit better <laughs> come July <laughs> because um, I traveled from Kansas expecting great temperatures. And like Ashley said, it was awful. Um, and then, so she was talking all about the upper body and like rig things. Let's not mention she probably hated them, but there was like so many carries. <laughs> <laughs> there That's was true. a like farmer style carry with cement things were they on chains or ropes that we carried through the mud it was it was on like fireman's hose i think yes, or something yes, like they that were, like, yeah um and then there was a sandbag whether it was like a rec bag brute force type bag carry and then there was like a tied sandbag there was another tire drag the tire in drag the mud. was full of water and mud. I mean, and so they had all kinds of strength things mixed in there. There were walls. Um, there was an, something fun, like this was part of Hildervat. I think it might be their logo. They had an axe throw, which was kind of cool. You know, like the bars that people are going to with like axe throwing. Um, you picked up an axe through it. And then if you missed, they had like a tiny little penalty loop. Uh, so that was cool and different. Um, and then... Yeah, like you, you were asking what's next for the, the other series, I think. That's what Ashley was saying. Um, she's going Hilderbat on May 22nd, and that's Jack's Beach. Um, I'm going, too, um, but that's they were there, the owners of that. Pretty cool. I don't know. I'm really excited because I think it's going to be similar-type obstacles, but I've heard it's loop. It's a shorter course, loop style on the beach, so like sand running, um, more short course, crowd-friendly, like stadium-style events, but outdoor, not in a stadium. So that's kind of like totally different course, but similar obstacles. Cool. And I'm tracking there's a bunch of big, actually big Spartan names going to that. Or did you see that post? Well that's, well, that's what they're doing. So it's totally different. Like, okay, on Saturday, it's your normal setup, elite open wave race going on there's elite prizes involved like they've got really good prizes um riverbend cbd i think's involved um cash prizes and then along with that they invited six pro men six pro female invite only like lauren i, I don't know they're, they're announcing them at right now they haven't finished announcing so um atkins i i think who did we see rebecca but they're gonna race on saturday the six will go head to head and they break it down bracket style. So it goes down to like four. And then on Sunday, I think two and then one. So like Sunday's event is just, I'm, I'm pretty sure maybe there's open wave stuff. I don't know, but Sunday is mainly spotlighting the pros and like the final round of that. And there's like huge, like big prize money for them. Cool. Nicole, yeah, Nicole Miracle. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking at their face. I'm looking at their Facebook page right now. So far, they've announced VJ Jones, Ryan Woods, and Aaron Newell for the men. And they've announced oh, yeah. Lindsay Webster, Nicole Miracle, and Rebecca Hammond for the females. And there's, yeah. like you it's said, been, I think like they're asking who else you think should be there. But I mean, it's yeah. pretty cool. That's like going to be a spectator friendly, exciting event for the season, I think. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it sounds at like they got was, a good. At first, I was confused. I thought it was like pros only. I was like, like the rest of us didn't have a chance at the money. I was like, how rude. <laughs> 
Sounds like they got a good thing going. And Florida's always had a pretty good local OCR scene, you know, between uh, Ohio, I'd say is, is probably right up there too. So that's, sounds like you guys got a good thing going down in Florida. All right. Let any final thoughts before we transition. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Nope. Nope. Okay. I think that, yeah. So let's jump into uh, Brenna. You were doing something called 75 hard, which I've seen several other people in the strength and speed group do, right? I've seen uh, um, Leah Hensley do it and Chris Balvin and I think one or two others, but uh, give us a quick rundown of what that is and how it's been going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually, I saw Leah doing it all last year, um, followed and tracked on social media at first you basically just see like progress pictures of people and they're doing 75 hour challenge and working out and doing crazy things. I thought, Oh, cool. A challenge. These people are getting ripped and shredded fun. Um, and then there's a part where it's like no alcohol for 75 days. And if you mess up, you start over. And I was like, ah, yeah, I'm not ready to do that. Negative. This was last year watching. Um, also there's a diet plan, but it was cool. And then I was like, nah, well, end of last year, I got more, I don't know, just was ready. I needed a mental reset. I was over everything. So um, I was following them on social media. Leah went all year round. It like goes longer than the 75 days. And I finally like went to Google and Google 75 hard and go to the website. And it's actually a program written um, by Andy Frizzella. I, I can't pronounce his last name. And the website tells you more details about what it is. I was like, oh, this isn't just a physical challenge. This is like actually a mental toughness challenge. Like that's the basis of it. Um, and then it instructed, there's a book called 75 Hard, Winning the Tactical War with Yourself. Oh, I'll have to find the book actually. Um, and I started reading the book. And that's what really like sold me on doing it and thinking, okay, I can actually do this. So what the program is, is for 75 days, it's a mental reset, toughness, grit. Can you do this? Um, there's daily tasks that you have to complete, all the tasks every day. And if you miss one task, then um, you start over from day one. And some of them are tiny tasks, some of them are big. So you have to drink one gallon of water a day. Um, you have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book a day can't listen to it you have to read it it can be read on like a kindle or whatever uh what else you have to do two 45 minute workouts a day one of them has to be outside um and you have to be like done with purpose <laughs> and it doesn't matter the weather so that's fun right now um and then follow a diet it doesn't tell you what diet to follow you just eat like follow pick a diet so it kind of depends on you i ate like crap I ate fried food, all this stuff. So I basically went on my um, Luke Labonte meal plan that he gave for me. Uh, no fried food and gave up all of my sugar, candy, sweets, Dr. Pepper, and no cheat meals, no alcohol. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, but the other thing is you have to take a progress picture every day, too. And it sounds stupid, but, like, basically, if you don't take the picture one day, you start over from day one. And, like, that sounds stupid but when you read the book it breaks down every task and it tells you like there's a reason an actual legit reason why taking a picture matters and it's not to like see the physical change it's to do something menial and tiny and pay attention to a detail every day um 
you read 10 pages of nonfiction book, it has to be nonfiction, basically feeding your mind. But if you read nine pages or forget to read one day, you have to start over. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been crazy. I started December 10th and I made it 15 days and failed on my way to Atlanta for Christmas. I thought I'd fail when I got there for drinking alcohol, but it was actually the drive. Um, consuming one gallon of water while driving 14 hours is really hard. So that's stupid, but that's how I failed. Um, so I started over after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I waited until the second of the year and I am on day 46. Um, I, it's crazy. I don't know, like I feel mentally alert, aware, I love the reading. I'm these books. I've I did one self help book and no more. It was terrible. It was like, <laughs> is that the one I hate? Like, I don't want to. I don't yes, want to trash this girl's yes. book on air. Yeah, I'm not, exactly. I'm not gonna say it, whatever. Some people are following my journey. I hate it. I hate yeah. that book. Evan like, gave it to me. I started reading it. I haven't it on read the, it yet. <laughs> I haven't read it yet, so I can't hate it yet. I yeah. start, I, it's so just I, like do good things for yourself, and you'll be happy. Like. Self-help, I mean, I'm sorry. It works for certain people, not me. So I've been reading a bunch of like sports psychology and that's perfect right now. So I'm kind of working on like my mental game, which you guys know me personally. And that's probably the biggest help to myself I could do right now. Um, and it's awesome. The first few races I've gone into just like fun and total new mental outlook. But I'm also mentally losing it. I'm not going to lie. This is like the craziest, toughest thing. I recommend it to a lot of people. I, you have to read the book first. But I also w wouldn't recommend it. I don't know. Like, I started it and I didn't know what I was going to get out of it or what I wanted out of it. And last night, day 45, I called Tracy and I said I was done. I, I literally, I posted today that I tried quitting last night. Um, I want to eat what I want. <laughs> I thought, like, this would go away. But I, I, I want to eat, like, some bad shit. And I don't want to worry about starting over. But, like. I'm having really bad sleeping. I haven't been sleeping enough. My recovery is failing right now. I was doing good, but now that I've started racing. So like last night I hit this mental wall and I was just like, I'm going to ruin my start of my race season. I don't want that. I got what I wanted out of it. Like I'm, I can stop. This is, I'm, I'm going to keep working out. Like right now I just want to keep doing the workouts and the drinking the water and the reading. I just don't want to worry about starting over. So this was all going on last night. And I called Tracy and I was like, I'm done. What do you want to eat? Let's get pizza. Let's get Chinese. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just, I'm tired of stressing over it. This is like losing the purpose. And he got, said, well, I've got to drive blah, 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 far away. I'm not going to be home for supper. And I said, well, shit. Okay, I guess. Never mind, I'll eat my freshly meal that I have in the fridge. <laughs> Screw that, I guess. And it made me finish the day, like check off all the tasks completed. So I finished the day. And as soon as I was done, I go, oh my gosh, I tried quitting. Like, holy shit. I've got 30 days left, y'all. <laughs> so well, way to today. stick with it. Yeah, so I woke up today and I was like, oh gosh, okay, I can do this. I don't have any more big events like while I'm doing this anymore. So right now I've had to reset and like ease up on the workouts. I'm still doing them, but I just am not running like crazy. And it's, I don't know, I've got to work on sleep, but it's fun. I try it. I lost. 10 to 15 pounds inches i'm like the most leanest shreddest i've been but i said at ocr overload it was funny everybody was like giving nice compliments and saying how good i look 
because I'd gotten a bit heavy, and I was like, well, they're pretty muscles right now, but they're not functioning, because <laughs> the low rig got me, and <laughs> Ashley, you saw me on Gibbons. I was so frustrated. That is the craziest obstacle. I don't know. You and I, like, tried back-to-back really fast, I felt like, but it was frustrating. The tiniest movement would make you fall, and I felt like I was doing nothing wrong, so... Yeah, but my muscles are there. They're just, they need to be trained. So 75 hard, go to the website, look it up, get the book. Um, I've got highlights on my Instagram, like following the entire journey uh, with more details about the book and the books I'm reading and all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, it's cool, but investigate it before you do it. Don't just follow social media and then do it. And if you need if you need more nonfiction books, I have about six books I can recommend that are sitting in a. Oh yeah, I will because well that's what I shared my <laughs> Amazon list and I've been like I the author of the program Andy has a recommended list and then I read um with winning in mind and the author of that like if you email him he sends his list I don't know it's like that's why I want to keep it up I'm hoping it builds and keeps these habits like. I'd like to not drink as much and not eat as bad, but I'm like ready to, you know, indulge a bit, but continue the other good habits that it has instilled. So we'll see. Cross your fingers for me. <laughs> well, what's, I mean, sounds like you're getting some pretty good results out of it. And whether you go all 75 days or call it early, I mean, I think you, again, you've, you've gotten a, a, some substantial change out of it. So, so that's good. I'm obviously, yeah, it I sounds just, like you want to like make I'd it to the letting- finish. So I do. I, I feel like going. I'm gonna let myself down, and I don't. Not like that. I let others down because they don't care, but like others that have been watching would be like, "Way to go, Brennan! You failed." So not that they'd say it, but that's what I'm telling myself. So I'm sticking with it for now, y'all. And I know when Leah did it last year. I mean, she was like, she looked phenomenal after. I mean, like every time, every time yeah, she posts well, a couple, every couple of weeks she posts a couple pictures. I'd be like, what, what, what is happening right now? So well, and that's what's insane. Is it like she did? I'm pretty sure 356 days, like, or 65, how many are in a year? 365, um, no restarts because it goes on and they like add other tasks, like cold showers. And, you know, I'm, I'm good at 75, y'all. More <laughs> 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 power to all those crazy people, but it's like, Evan, you do crazy things. Gary just did, I mean, awesome. Woohoo. Yay, y'all. <laughs> did, so, did, did you still run like 40 or do work out the day before the race? Yes. So yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that's a, bit, that's a bad idea, but yeah. Well, that's a, I did, I would do like 45 minutes, light jog. I dog walks were a lot of it, you know, like I power walk anyways, or I'd put on my weight vest and do the 45 minute walk outside or like rest days. I did 45 minutes of yoga. So there's ways to like, he says, don't kill yourself with the training. Like I'm not going two a days, hard everyday things. So there's ways around it. But you just, you know, do it with a purpose, dedicate the time, don't shortcut the minutes and stuff. But yeah, that's what it was like before the race. I was good before Casey Timber Challenge because that was the first one. And then the week after that, my recovery, like my whoop strap was just like, I was bad. And then went to travel to Florida, OCR overload. And I basically haven't recovered since. And I'm still working full time on my feet, like nine miles a day at the restaurant. So yeah, it's... It's wearing me down, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, let's get into more health topics. So I know Ashley just had her first Inside Tracker. And if you're not tracking with Inside Tracker, essentially it's a service you pay for. And then you get your blood drawn at a Quest Diagnostics Lab someplace local. And they, they basically do everything from you from there. And they send it in and you get your results back super quick. So Ashley, give us a little bit more details about um, that experience and kind of what you learned from it. 
Yeah, so it was actually super simple to get registered and everything. Um, Inside Tracker sends you essentially like a, um, I don't know, prescription for lack of a better word for the blood draw. And then I was able to book at Quest Diagnostics. Um, and it is a fasted test. So um, try to book first thing in the morning if you can. Um, so I think I got my test from Inside Tracker um, on like a Monday or Tuesday. And then I found a Friday opening early in the morning. And I had my results by Sunday. So from Friday to Sunday to actually have the results of my blood draw. Um, so, insane. yeah, it was a super quick turnaround time. I was I was really shocked. And that's what um, mine was like at Christmas time and right the week before Christmas. It was like three days, just like yours. I was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah, I think everybody I talked to said like the turnaround time was just super quick. Um. So that is a good thing. At least it's not something you're waiting and waiting <laughs> to find your, your results. Um, so, yeah, I went to Quest, got my blood drawn. Um, I think they took maybe three or four vials of blood. And um, I also opted for, they have like a DNA test that you can add on where it uses your DNA in addition to um, your blood report to be able to tell you um, your genetic risk um, and then versus your actual risk. Um, so what I mean by that is like, for example, from um, my DNA, which is actually from a previous 23andMe that I did um, a few years ago, you can download um, your profile from 23andMe and then you just upload it to um, inside tracker and they can tell you these certain, um, factors based on your genes. So for example, um, for my genetic risk, I have an elevated risk of high cholesterol and my actual blood analysis shows that I do have high cholesterol, um, which I kind of already knew that I was borderline high. Um, both of my parents also, despite, you know, eating healthy, exercising and doing all the right things, they both also have high cholesterol. Um, so that was one I just thought was really interesting because it is said I was at a high risk. It turns out I am. Um, so yeah, I thought doing the DNA add on with it also, um, was really interesting. Um, one of, do you remember, was it like 43 biomarkers they check or something like that? Like biomarkers as in like what they're looking for that you're we're tracking? I think it was that many. It was a lot. It depends on the plan you buy. So the, you know, the, the oh, ultimate okay. plan is like 43. Um, I think the other smaller ones have like 23. 16? Or, or 16. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, go ahead. A, a, a lot of them, a lot of them, like when you go to the ultimate test, I mean, there's, I mean, there are some biomarkers, like when it shows up, I'm like, I don't even know, I don't even know what this means, but uh, it is super easy to read, right? Because it has like green, yellow, and red ranges that are on a chart. And um, it exp every, when you click on stuff, it explains what it is, and then it explains how to fix it, right? So it's super user-friendly. Yes. Uh, so it's not like you need a nutritionist or a dietitian or a, a, a personal trainer to like guide you through it. I mean, they 
the software does the work no. for you. Do you have, yeah. Ashley, do you have iPhones? They have an app for the iPhone. Yes, I do have the app. Yep. I'm not I have cool. the app. I have Android and they're working on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do have the app. Yeah. And like you said, Evan, it does give you like recommended things, like depending what, um, you know, which, which markers are out of range. It tells you, um, different foods you can eat to help correct those issues. Um, as well as they have like a bunch of different recipes and stuff. So, you know, if you see something on the list that you're like, I don't know, you know, I've never eaten, I'm just making this up. I've never eaten a kumquat. I don't know what to do with it or how to incorporate it into my daily, you know, food choices. Um, they have recipes and stuff too that can help you incorporate um, the different recommended foods. So that I, I think that was super, super helpful. Um, like you said, you don't have to be an expert. You can learn from the materials that they give you. And one of the things that was, I guess you could say alarming about my test is that my white blood cell count came back um, extremely low. Um, it was, so they have like three different, well, I guess you could say four different categories. They have like the very low, the optimized, and then the high like different ranges where you fall in and basically my white blood cell count was almost as low as the chart goes so I had posted um on Facebook and a bunch of my friends who are um in nursing and stuff were like eek that's like very very low you should probably get that checked out and if anyone needs a biology um, a quick biology lesson reminder like right? that's your immune system that's what's the white the white blood cells was fighting uh things that are getting into your body so obviously yes a concern especially during the uh the past year and all the uh pandemic stuff exactly that was one of my first thoughts was like man what if i get covid and i have no immune system um so i did end up going to um a oncologist slash hematologist who I had seen previously um, when I had some platelet issues when I was pregnant. Um, so at least I had a connection. Um, I went back to visit um, and just, you know, I was able, they have a way on the Inside Tracker um, program where you can take your results and you can share them like with your doctors. So if they wanted to see the results, um, you can send those to your doctor. So I took the results with me when I went to the doctor and was able to share with them what Inside Tracker found. And they did a blood draw as well when I was at the doctor and called me with my results last week. And luckily, my white blood cell count was normal and back within range. So um, they don't really have an explanation for what happened. Um, but they did say if I do have another blood draw and I see something weird with um, my white blood cell count, then definitely come back in. Um, they did do a closer look at my blood cells just to confirm I don't have leukemia um, or anything like that based on my previous blood draw. So the good news is everything is good. Um, they said I'm healthy. I may not be at the optimized level. Um, that inside tracker targets for athletes, but I am at least within range for your average healthy person. So 
Yeah, good I mean, news. That's crazy that you can go in for something athletic based and then find out theoretically like some sort of serious problem. Luckily, it was uh, nothing for you, or you know, hopefully, you exactly. still made nothing. But yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, that could have been a crazy way to find out like of a serious health issue. So I'm really glad that I went through and did the inside tracker um, blood work. Brenna, I'm tracking you had you had inside tracker done recently too, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Give us so, give us a um, one minute rundown there. So it it was my second time to do it, and I did the full shebang, um, not the DNA, but just like the full biomarkers, and I kind of did it coinciding with starting this challenge and the new season and having crap last year i wanted to see what needed work um so it's kind of cool it just pointed out like simple things vitamin d so i changed up some just supplements i got a new like a liquid soluble vitamin d drops um the cool thing like that it's so user-friendly like i don't have the app but the website website's still user-friendly you can set up reminders every day that help you remember like what you need to work on or the tasks that you set up to help, like to help your heart rate in different things that tells you things you can do. And so you can set up a reminder to do that for the day. Um, it comes like text message or whatever. So it's very user-friendly and gets you to actually interact with it. And then um, they're always posting valuable information. So, I mean, once you get involved or just start following on social media, not only do you get the blood work going and doing that, but they're informative information and things like, Today I read something about women, especially or like multivitamins. Like you don't need to take a multivitamin. You need to focus on like what you're actually lacking or deficient in or have too much of. So doing the blood work, I know that I need vitamin D. I don't need to take a multivitamin and get too much of something else that I didn't need. And it's just like, cool. I mean, you take what you need and not extra stuff. And it helps you understand that and learn that. Um, so this was round two and it, you know, things different. It shows you and tracks your previous blood work with them. So like I could compare how my other test went and this was over a year ago and see how things changed. And if I got better or worse in certain things or stayed the same. Um, and then it tells you like sets up a reminder for when to go back to test again. I think it's like three months is what they recommend. And again, as athletes, I feel like we're kind of data geeks and nerds. It's not just for athletes. It's for anybody that basically wants to, learn more about what they need um yeah. to be healthier uh but i feel like as athletes that's what we are obviously that we're like we want to see the data or know the data and it mentally helps us think we're doing better or be better <laughs> like for me at least i like to see it to kind of do it and put it into plan so it's really cool i recommend it and they're all they're doing follow on um social media uh instagram inside tracker they've got lots of like giveaways and contests and sales and all that stuff to get you signed up. I know Ashley and I had a friend that was followed both of our stories and she got signed up and had her test results last week and, you know, is doing work on things. So that's exciting to see people like bettering themselves with it. Right on. Now, before we get into some of, some of my topics that I wanted to cover about me personally, big news in the OCR world is there's, I mean, technically not a new, <laughs> new series, but um, a new collaboration, we'll say. We got uh, Sydney Morris from Battle OCR and David Mainprize from Conquer You slash Conquer the Gauntlet coming together. Young Lions. Lion. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Young Lions. That's right. <laughs> uh, coming together to uh, essentially do a new adult race series. So it's, it's four races. 
Um, I know you sure. got Brenna. You just did a, a deep dive on Brociar podcast, their supercast there. So yeah, just they did that today, aired it today. When it well, what's the date? When is this coming out? The sixteenth. So find their podcast from the sixteenth of February. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're not gonna dive deep into it. Give us a again, give us a one minute spiel on why we should all be excited for this epic event or epic series of events. Uh, Brenna, go ahead. Yeah, so um, he's asking me because, well, I'm back and employed with OCR again. Woohoo. I am your team bold for Battle of the Lions. I am going to be running up the ambassador program. So start sending messages if you are interested. I'll have more information. But basically, if you love the sport, we're getting all back to racing, back to fun. Um, Dave and Sydney have combined brain powers, which is scary thought. And there is, it's a, it's a tour, an OCR tour. There's four battles. Um, that means there's a grip battle, a strength battle, an endurance battle, and your standard battle. And basically that's four different events, four locations. Um, DFW Dallas is in May and then Kansas City in June. And I know Little Rocks in October. I have to check my dates, guys. This information just came out this past last week after Super Bowl. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Battle of the Lions com and it's got registrations open people are already registering um basically each location so there's like a grip course at dallas um it's not going to be like we don't want to scare you away it's not just grip it's not just monkeys and ninja stuff like there's a little of everything but focus on grip we've got a bunch of force five cool things there's gonna be awesome prizes um it's unique because by the end of it there's gonna be like a point series you know if you go to all four events and then you combined points from this one and that one if you went to all four um you get rewards for that there's awesome swag there's different swag for each one that you pick um there's a special you know we're gonna take care of the elites the open wave lots of brands sponsors coming together it's it's great it's fun we just want to bring back to racing events are happening uh lots more information will be rolling out so i mean people are like asking questions but they're excited but basically go to the website go to facebook yeah, give them a like on Facebook and a like on Instagram. Like Brenna said, they got a lot of stuff rolling out. I know Dave's been talking to me offline about some other things they're working on. So there's just, there's a lot of really cool stuff coming and it's, you know, it's not just, not just for the elites. It, it, I think everyone will um, find a, a good place in this community moving forward. And, well, and that's it. It's like, we've got someone designated to, the tour weekend so the race is not going to be just the race like we're going to you know have planned dinners and events before and after gatherings make it like it's an event not just a race which is awesome and um because i'm all i like i'll be racing and get to compete and so excited about the elite side you know there's a shirt and awesome like button swag shield thing you know open waves it's fun and then the more that register the better the prizes, if that makes sense, the prize pool. And by saying that, it's just like, I'm a race. I want to show these brands that we want to race the community. Like we've had a year of terrible stuff. Let's show the brands that we care that like we want them around. So let's go race and get people to sign up. And we, as elite racers want to be rewarded and want to like get better, cooler swag and prizes and awards. Then we have to go show up and bring our friends to show up too. So it's like a, it brings the community together and that's, I'm excited, clearly. 
Yeah, it's going to be great. And then one of their events, the more people that sign up, they just keep adding obstacles to the to the course, right? So like every <laughs> every hundred people that sign up, they just throw another obstacle on there. So you could have, you know, it starts at like thirty, and it it can go up to however many people sign up, which is yeah. pretty wild. So different yeah. concepts, and it's like evolving coming out rolling out to keep you guessing and who knows what i mean if you've been i mean there's gonna be like world championship obstacles because we've all we all build we've all been together and worked around and like brett stewart um is you know kind of like he was the brain that introduced sydney and dave so just it, it's awesome it, it's good for the sport it's good for the racers it's good for the community all right so head over to listen to the bro cr supercast uh they came out on uh What's it, February 16th, and we'll be releasing more about information about that later in the year, and we'll also eventually get Dave and Sydney on at some point and, and pick their brains, but uh, we'll give them, a, we'll give them a little more time for some of the events to roll out and some of the other products to come out. All right, let's jump into uh, some 2021 charity event, right? So I've been doing ultra OCR charity events every year, so my idea for 2021 is, which if you're following, again, Facebook, you've seen it's called OCR Mill 21,000 feet. So I am doing a ultra OCR on a treadmill, kind of like I did for OCR Mill. One mile on the treadmill, four obstacles. It'll be at Modus Ninja's Gym in Kansas City. So an awesome ninja gym, home to uh, Donovan Matoyer, the classy ninja, who's phenomenal. Just, uh, I mean, amazing to watch him uh, compete and then actually train. So that's where we're going to be doing it. And the, the twist here, again, a six-hour event, I'm doing... I'm doing it attached to a hypoxic generator, right? So the, the hypoxic generator simulates altitude. So it's like I'm running on top of a mountain, right? So there's, there's a severely reduced level of oxygen. I think it's like uh, 25% of what uh, is normally at sea level. Um, so it's going to be, I'm going to be taking it slow and I'll be monitoring my pulse ox, uh, my oxygen saturation. I have like a, a pulse oxygen saturation thing that reads in real time and exports the data to a tablet. And uh, yeah, so that's the plan. How do you come, do you come up with this insanity? Uh, it kind of builds on year to year after year. And I well, just kind I'm of saying you like keep topping yourself and that's what like, how do you get nuttier? <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one idea left after this one for OCR, ultra OCR. And then uh, that's pretty much it. So, um, but I'm sure when you're doing one of these crazy ideas, you'll get another crazy idea. Cause like, I feel like all the time you spend running, like, I don't know about you guys, but like best ideas tend to come when you're running, especially if you're not listening to music or anything else, you're just kind of existing in your own head. Like I could totally imagine you being doing one of these challenges. <laughs> yeah. And have this, you know, amazing idea just pop into your head. So I feel like you'll still come up with more than one more. Uh, well, that's what I said. He said he's got one more, but I said today in Strength and Speed team that one of our teammates, Gary Shaw, is like, I've now determined equivalent nut to Evan on these things. Just, to, I mean, I think there's going to be like, Evan's got his last idea, but I think there's an idea that isn't just Evan's. The two of them together should do some crazy stuff and blow our minds. But that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. get amazed by this. So I'm going to be, as of now, I'm planning on going on uh, obstacle running adventures and giving like a, a deeper dive into it. But the, um, yeah, it was uh, when I started doing some research on it, I, I, I definitely, before I announced it, I, I did a couple of tests 
And I, I was a little concerned, I'm not going to lie, for a hot minute, right? Because, I mean, you start reading in about, like, what happens to you at, at altitude and some of the side effects. And, right, like, the severe ones are, like, high-altitude pulmonary edema and high-altitude uh, cerebral edema, right? Like, like your brain swells or, like, your lungs start filling with fluid, right? So it's uh, – Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's that, pretty bad. It's I mean, pretty like, bad. That's about as bad as it gets. I mean, like – the next step is like death, right? Obviously, <laughs> and that that's not good either. So, um, but you know, we are doing it safe, and I've done a bunch of tests to kind of figure it out, and um, gonna be monitoring things closely. But yeah, uh, obstacle running adventures. I'm not sure we're supposed to record. I think the end of February. So the the event is March fifth. Oh, I'm sorry, March. Will your 7th. dad be part of your crew? Uh, he's not coming out for this one just because of the, oh. all the COVID restrictions. And stuff. Uh, yeah. Dang. Um. But, but so the cool part is for anyone listening is we're also doing uh, because it's because it's so kind of restricted with COVID. We're, we're doing it as a virtual rent event also. Right. So uh, if you go to my Facebook page or Strength and Speed or you can search for OCR mill 21,000 feet, uh, you can sign you can see the sign up there. It's basically you donate 50 bucks to Folds of Honor again. So I'm not I'm not taking any of that money that all that money is going to Folds of Honor and you get a belt buckle. Um, and you run your own version of it, right? So you don't have to be on top of a mountain. You don't have to uh, do reduced oxygen. Basically, you do one mile and then four obstacles of your choosing. So whether you use uh, one of the suggestions we have is using play out the card game. So it's like an obstacle course race specific training game that you can use or whether you use your home gym or you find a ninja gym or you, uh, you know, go to your local park and use the playground there. But the idea is to do one mile, four obstacles, repeating for six hours. And I, I'm determined I'm, – I'm calling it loosely competitive, right? So um, obviously some people can do really hard obstacles and push themselves really hard. Um, other people can completely, you know, half-ass it. But the, <laughs> the, the, idea is, the, idea is, the idea is for everyone to get in some good aerobic training at the beginning of the season. Um, and it's six hours – seems super long but you know depending on how hard you're moving it's you know you you can you can run for a little bit and then take breaks and stuff like that so it can be it can be a good solid block of aerobic training even if you're you're stopping to rest for you know an hour or two in the middle of it but whoever gets the most miles we're gonna so basically if you donate 50 bucks and do the event on your own time uh you get a belt buckle we're gonna mail to you which is awesome the designers did a phenomenal job i sent them this completely bush league design it was hot garbage and the guy sent me that sends me back this like metal mock-up and i was like oh my gosh i was like this is amazing so uh definitely check that out they're the same guy who did the buckles for ocr america too so it was like the the multi layers of uh you know fine details um and then whoever gets the most miles right men men and female we're gonna do uh so you get your standard participation buckle you also get like a gold bronze or silver version right so depending on how i want the shirt oh, i don't want to cool. do i don't want to do any of the stuff i just want the shirt there's no shirt <laughs> for this one there's no shirt for this one. Oh wait what was oh wait am i like is that a top secret never mind no you're, confu- you're confusing other shirts so there's <sighs> we got so much stuff roll i mean we're so busy <laughs> we're super busy over here at strength and speed we're as we're as we're recording this we're announcing people for the uh 2021 development team so p- anyone that applied and we picked uh, one by one. We're kind of announcing them on our Facebook page. And then on top of that, the shirt, we are roll, we are, uh, it's pre-order only, right? So this is a, basically, if you order, um, if you order ahead of time, you're going to get a shirt, but we're like, I'm not producing extra. 
Um, because as if you listen to one of my other podcasts, apparel sales are not, not good business to be in. So, <laughs> um, so it's basically made to order. So there's a shirt. If you go to the strength and speed website, you can, you can go head over there and order it now. It's a female tank top and it's got the big strength and speed logo on the front. And on the back, it has a quote from Joan of Arc. Uh, it says, I'm not afraid. I was born for this. So super cool shirt. I really like that quote. It like shows off the like what are those muscles? Lats, like the back Lats, are beautiful yeah. wings and they're like deltoid things. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's periwinkle. It's a pretty blue. <laughs> Goes great with my eyes. <clears throat> yeah, so head over to teamstrengthspeed.com, the online store, and you can order that shirt. Uh, again, you don't have to be part of the team to order it. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy the books, the articles, if you just like the memes I post on the Strength and Speed Facebook page, right? Like, yeah, it, you know, it's just it's just a cool slogan and uh, well, cool I like shirt. the logo, wings and barbell. Yeah, I've had people who I've I've you know absolutely you know people never met and uh, have never contacted me again. Order some apparel, uh, not very often, but it happens, and they uh, they're repping yeah. it someplace on the other side of the world, and I don't. I don't know what's going on over there, but yeah, <laughs> good stuff. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, head over to teamstrengthspeed.com. You can order that shirt. Uh, should we get into the, the final big news? Might as well. Yeah. So I was going to say. How has this not happened before is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I was going to save this for the podcast, actually. And then um, we, we kept pushing this episode back. And then I got tired of waiting. So because uh, I've known for about 10 days before I posted it. So the big the other big news for uh, 2021 is I'm competing on season 13 of American Ninja Warrior. So that's, Woo-hoo! Sweet. Woo-hoo! Yeah. that's um, awesome. And if anyone wants to be on the show. I highly recommend just hiring Bobby Ross from Stoke Shed to do your video. Cause I, oh, have, you really, have you posted your like submission video yet? Can you do that? Uh, I don't know if I can do that. I, I think you can. Um, people always do. I want to see. Cause that's, yeah, that's gotta be legit from him. Yeah. So, people so, definitely always do. So he, here's what's wild though. I took footage that Bobby had laying around and just, I used that. And then like two minutes of me running my mouth and that was it. That's how good his videos are. It's the it's got it's the video that like I mean because I that that's what gets them that it's always about the video editing I feel like not that not that you're not qualified and worth it and like a story for it because you know it's all you have to have a cool story too which dude you're gonna be like badass this is gonna be awesome <laughs> so people people are unreasonably excited about this like. <laughs> I posted it on Facebook and like I, I was driving, like I was at the gym actually, posted it, got in my car, drove home from work. I drove home from the gym. So I'm like, you know, 30 minutes later, I have like 150 likes and my my social media feed's like glowing up. And I was like, well, don't they, like, don't you feel like your story that they're going to show? I mean, I feel like they have to show your story. <laughs> like they show the sappy stuff, but yours is like the American true badass here. I mean, people have to know your story by now reading your books, but like, it's cool stuff, and like right now, America wants to see like a cool badass hero, and you can actually do the stuff. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be on TV, man. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna see you. If not, then you'll just have a really cool experience to tell us all about. <laughs> yeah, I'm just honestly, I'm just excited to go play on the course. I think that's, uh, yeah, like I'm just super excited to play on the course. To be honest with you, you know anything else yet? Like when or where or you can't say that i don't i guess like when you film or where you go uh it's it's in about a month and a half and um it's in washington state so holy shit <laughs> yeah 
So cool. look, well, look congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, people, I mean, people from out of the woodwork are, are commenting on my on my Facebook profile. It's slightly unnerving. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. No pressure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all like, good. Like if, if you've listened to some of the ultra OCR main commentary that we've released, right? Like my military friends are like, don't F this up. You, you mother, you know, I'm like, they're like, like angry messages at me. I'm like, good. All right. Yeah. No pressure there. So either way, I'm going to have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm doing a little more. Yeah. Obviously OCRs, the obstacles are a lot easier, but you have to do them a lot versus Ninja. You know, these are explosive and dynamic movements that I usually don't typically train as often because Right, like if, if I don't need to do a flying, uh, you know, bar lache, right, where I take the bar with me for an OCR. So I just got to fine tune some of my training. So that's really what I've been working on. So besides the OCR mill altitude specific prep, uh, I'm doing ninja stuff, and basically that's pretty much it for the next two months. Yeah. <laughs> Reference Ninja Warrior, right? So I we had I designed the logo for the Ultra OCR Man, the shirt I'm gonna wear on the show. So that's available in, in the TeamStrengthSpeed.com uh, store. Again, same thing with the uh, the women's tank. It, this is a made-to-order shirt, right? So I'm only doing this, or I'm only ordering the shirts once. So you gotta you gotta buy it ahead of time, and then it'll ship uh, mid-March to you. So that's the one I was talking about. I want because it's like. I mean, I'm getting the girls one, but that one, it's got the photo, like the picture of you holding your gun and then like swinging from an obstacle on the words, right? Yeah. And so it's got yeah. the, uh, it's got the, a picture of me when I'm training, you know, I got my M4 up and then it's like a silhouette and then it's got, it says ultra OCR man. And then from the A, it's supposed to be the A's like stairway to heaven and I'm hanging from the bottom of the A, like it's stairway to heaven. And then on the back, it has a T.S. Eliot quote, only those who will risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Cool that sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to look for it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, th- I haven't. I don't think I've shared it to the to that group yet. So uh, it, it'll be it, like it's on, it's on the website right now. And by the time this publishes, you'll you'll see it in in feed, so you can order it directly off of TeamStrengthSpeed.com. All right, cool. let's start wrapping it up. A lot of content this episode. Tell us one thing people would be surprised to know about you. Brenna's super excited because she wants to go to bed. What do you What do you got? Well, it's not, hang on, it's not that I'm super excited about it. Um, crap, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm laughing because it's not something that you wouldn't know, but because of 75 hard, and I joke about, like, old lady status right now, I'm drinking a gallon of water a day and eight cups of coffee pretty much a day, going to the bathroom often, and I wait tables, so it's kind of tricky. You don't really, like, get a break. I haven't wet my pants at work yet, but <laughs> full disclosure to tell you, I have definitely wet my pants once while running, <laughs> and then I have had to pull over on the side of the highway in the middle of nowhere twice now because all of my driving, I have to go about 30 minutes anywhere, and like that's about my max window I have in between bathroom breaks. <laughs> This, this that's is terrible. Fun. That's why I was wanting to wrap it up because I was like, I, I got stuff to do. R- really selling people on the 75 hard. <laughs> really selling people. But there's this whole, like, we have a group and everybody's, I posted, I was like, am I the only one that's having this issue? Luckily, I'm not. But, I mean, really, it's a lot of water and then the liquid, yeah. So, woohoo, no, no shame. <laughs> hey, Ashley, what do you have? Um, so... 
this is super, I don't know, nerdy and weird. Um, but I recently discovered penny shopping and it's, it's at Dollar General. You can find like hidden out of like old items that ring up for only a penny. And so it's like this new recent kind of strange hobby I have. A hundred things for your kids from the dollar store? There, it's not the dollar store, dude. It's I mean, Dollar General. But yeah, <laughs> he's a general. Treat him with respect. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's all I have in my town is the Dollar General. But no, like I think you went on the OCR overload or one of your trips. You stopped at the store and you made a picture, and I was like, "How did she get that much?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's if you follow the freebie guy on Instagram. He sometimes posts about this penny shopping, but like, yeah, I got like a ton of sets of like Tonka truck Legos and picture frames and like all kinds of just random like packs and packs of washcloths and stuff. And like everything's only a penny. So it's like, I don't know. I got even like yoga blocks. The other day I came home with six yoga blocks. I don't even yoga. Are you going to be a hoarder? Like your house is going to be full of just shit that you don't need because you got it for a penny? (laughs) I'm afraid that's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's my random um, confession, I guess you could call it. You you're a master shopper, Ashley. I always see you I always see you posting deals. So you're you're also a good person to follow if people are looking for good good shopping deals. <laughs> well Forget, thanks. Just the, just don't send them to my store because I don't want them to find my pennies, okay? So the, <laughs> the other funny thing is when I so when I stayed with Ashley uh when I was doing the last time I did a Tough Mudder, which is the last one in the US, her her kitchen is set up just like my kitchen. Like so I you know, I get up in the middle of the night to look for something and, you know, they're, they're asleep so that I can't ask anyone. I'm like, well, where would I, where would my wife put this in, in the house? And I was like, oh, it would be over here. And it was in the same place. Like, okay, and it, guys, happened, it happened like actually, two or three actually, times. I think guys don't realize that, like, it must be a girl thing. There are, there's kind of like spots that you put certain things. <laughs> no, and it wasn't me. It was definitely Dustin. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin. <laughs> It's not Wait, a girl thing. Do you have like certain things like the coffee mugs or like the plates that are in vicinity to the dishwasher? Like, does he have it set up to where you unload it and they're like that? Or is it totally random and you and Evan have this weird connection somehow? <laughs> I feel like Evan is just good at finding stuff because I can't even <laughs> find stuff in my own kitchen. So I'm going to have to give him credit on this. <laughs> So I've also never been to a Dollar General until uh, another Tough Mudder when I went with uh, Christina Armstrong, and that's where we stopped because it was the only place available before she made me sleep in a trailer for the night. Oh, no, a camper. I'm sorry. It wasn't a trailer. It was a camper. Hey, what's wrong with the trailer, dude? I, I live in one. <laughs> so and then for so for a random story, I'll go with um, – so when uh, I'm going to go with an, another Iraq story. So normally – if you have to use the, if I'm on patrol and I have to use the bathroom, I will ju- will literally just go into someone's house and be like, um, you know, ask to search their house or ask to stop by their house and then actually use their bathroom uh, while we're oh my gosh. while we're in their house. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! During uh, one time though, we were in like the southern part of the city we were in, and there was like it was like an industrial area, so there's no like houses. Uh, I there's got to be bathrooms somewhere, but I don't know where they are. 
and uh, I had to go number two. So I found an abandoned, like, you know, falling, crumbling structure and just like took off my body armor and just dropped one in the corner. And uh, yeah, went about, went about oh my patrol. My. So, oh my, it happens. That's awesome. It happens. I guess I should have told the bathroom story, but I am, um, my mom will be ashamed of me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, as racers, we've had a few episodes of bathroom stories, so it's okay. You, you don't, you don't have to share all that. <laughs> I get a pass. Mine was right. actually, okay. Go for it, Ashley. I was just going to say mine was actually um, cross country when I was in high school. Um, we had a cross-country meet, and the only place to go to the bathroom before the race um, was a Wendy's that was kind of up the street. So we jogged to this Wendy's to use the bathroom. And, you know, I was trying to do, like, pre-race rituals, you know? But, like, it was a public restroom, so I wasn't going to sit on the seat. So I went to the bathroom, and it hit the seat and rolled out. <laughs> Oh my god! And oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I left it there. It works. Oh. Oh, so my apologies to everybody who worked at that Wendy's. <laughs> Goodness. Oh man. I'm okay. All right, all right. We're we're gonna get going. Final shoutouts before we go. Um, Ashley, go first. Uh, besides Wendy's. Yeah, and no shout out to Wendy's today. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to um, Conquer the Gauntlet um, and them having us as their pro team um, for all these years. And I am very much looking forward to their 10 year celebration event this summer. Yeah. Labor Day weekend, right? September 4th or 6th or something like that? Yep, correct. All right, Brenna, what do you got? Um, so I just announced and found out and super excited. So shout out to, uh, returning to be ambassador and represent for Venga CBD and, um, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Beast Goodish Sunglasses. I know she's killing me, literally. But, but yeah, so, so Beast Goodish Sunglasses and Venga CBD, awesome <laughs> company to represent. And geez, Ashley, <laughs> you win. <laughs> let's go back to it's, penny shopping the more i think about it the funnier it gets <laughs> i don't know what's funnier that it happened or that she left it or that i told you guys I mean, there's, no good, there's no good solution there's, there's no good solution once that happens hey, will you like, reach in there and grab it and walk out <laughs> I'm gonna pick it up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, okay. I'm totally, I'm totally telling everybody to listen to this episode because oh my of goodness. that. Sorry, everything. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let me hold it together for a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
So like, like we covered earlier, head over to teamstrengthspeed.com. The two pre-order shirts are available. The uh, Joan of Arc one and the Ultra OCR Man one. And then OCR Mill 21,000 feet. Uh, please donate to that. Again, all the money goes to Folds of Honor. Scholarship money for children whose parents were killed or wounded in action. Uh, and then follow, follow. We're going to do some giveaways on the uh, OCR Mill 21,000 feet fundraiser page. So um, I would <laughs> donate a dollar at least so you can get alerted to the fundraisers when they, uh, the giveaways when they, when they come up. Okay. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> We're gonna get going. <laughs> Good plan. Right. I miss you guys. Uh, All right. we'll, we'll catch you guys later. All right. All right. Uh, bye.